is it? What is going on here? Why is there snow everywhere? It's, isn't it March? Oh my gosh. What is going on? I was sure I set my alarm right this year. Uh, what? I don't know. I don't know what's going on here, but I think it's time to go back to where where it was. It's still winter. It's super winter. Remember? There's still frost on the pumpkins. <laughs> Remember when we talked about being uh, podcast people through the whole winter? <clears throat> I do recall. Didn't happen. I think I overslept. I think we maybe... Did we sleep through January and February? I don't know where the time went. (laughs) But I do know one thing. Opener is only like two months away. Two months. Two months and ten days. That sounds okay. Sounds alright. Doable. Super doable. But first, I need, I, I'm not going to lie, I've got to brush my teeth. Like, it's been way too long. It's been like three months. Living in a den. I would hibernate, maybe. I don't know, I so here's the real question. Straight hibernation would not be a good trade-off, because you'd be sleeping through like a big chunk of your life, right? Yeah. What if you got to hibernate, and then that... 20% you got added on to like the best years of your life. So you got to live like 20% more years between 20 so, and 40. So you're not like high, so you're essentially hibernating like you're not saying you're hibernating like a ditch panda, right? You don't hibernate like a raccoon where like sometimes you're out but then you're going to go back in. No. Nope. You're just like hibernating through No, no, absolutely not. No way? No. Hmm. You were born in April. Yeah. They're out by April. No way. Yeah. Not last year. Last year they were super sleeping in April. Mm-mm. So you're going to miss your birthday? Their, no. cu- their cubs are born in the middle of the winter. That, that's beside the point. You're going to be like, okay, for the rest of my life, I'm just never going to see my birthday. I don't think I'd miss it. You don't miss them after you're 30. Yeah, you are old. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're, Way you're older missing than the I whole am. point, though. Like, oh. y- you get 20% more years in your prime. I don't know. So I, just, still, like I just, would still... No, I just, I just want to blow through it. I would want to... I want winter. Like, I enjoy winter, except for winters like this. Like, I, I really enjoy the spring fishing. I, I, I enjoy the thaw. I just don't enjoy this winter. Yeah. So, like, the 20% you gain on your glory years... I still, I, I would rather have them right now, even if 5% of my winners are bad. Okay. I'm, I, I, and I'm saying, like, we woke up today. I'm saying I would wake up, like, today every year. March 3rd. Doesn't your mouth taste just terrible? Garbage. Garbage. Yeah. I don't know how I'm so fat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Oh. <laughs> All right, we should pretend mm. at least like we're probably going to edit all of this out. So should we start off? Hey, this is Walleye Talk with Will and Dan. I'm Dan Ryan. I'm Will Neuer. This is episode number one. Season two. Of season two. Very excited to be here. I've missed this. Me too. Very much. I feel like we're in the right mindset though. Yeah, like, optimistic. If we'd done it a month ago, people would have been like, 
oh, I'm so depressed after listening <laughs> to that. Now, we did attempt to make one in January. It went horribly long. It was like, it, remember it was blowing, we were out at, we went on a leech mm-hmm. and it was blowing super hard right when we could first kind of start driving out. Yeah. Yeah. And you snapped off and we had fish under us that we could not catch. So we just decided, you know what, it's best not Trashed to air it. Yep. Best not erased. to Which is fine. It's fine. It was fun time doing it. Next year, maybe. We'll do some winter. We just had to, we, we need a better plan for the winter. It, it was a horrible season to be, I mean, my December started out terrible. I couldn't catch a fish. Like, I didn't keep a fish until, like, January. Hmm. And then I finally kept a handful. And then I had, like, three good days in February where I caught yep. some perch and some walleyes. Real good and under pretty tough conditions. The one day I set up my fish, I was, like, 32 below. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be horrible. And we ended up just smashing them. And it's like, you've got to be kidding me. But out of three months of winter we've had, I've had... Five good days, yeah. but I've only fished maybe 20 times, so yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's been hard to get around. We've had, I wouldn't, I, it probably isn't record setting, but it sure feels like record setting snow. Yeah. We've had obnoxiously cold, disrespectfully cold. <laughs> so it's been just miserable trying to get around. Yeah. And that's real frustrating. You know, as soon as you get stuck. A certain number of times each year, you're like, Hoofta, I am ready for a boat and open water and sunshine. and Yeah. Yeah. You want sunshine sunshine and 45 degrees. Yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> I was just, I just sent my, a couple customers a text message. They fished with me in October and there was like a couple inches of snow on the dock when we walked out that day. And they were like, oh boy. And I was too. Like the wind was ripping. It was cold. I would kill for 40 degrees open water and the west wind right now my last trip of the season was 30 32 for the high and snowing i'd love to get i'd love to get pelted in the face with some ale (laughs) (laughs) i'd love that uh Mm. 40 44 degree water temps yeah that's the most important thing yeah i'm i'm really ready yeah i'm very ready so season two uh while i talk with will and dan Mostly the same thing. We're gonna, we're gonna try and do it weekly from opener on. Yep, from now, which is early March until opener, or no, until middle middle April, we'll probably do every two weeks. Bi-weekly, yep. Just so we don't burn you all out before we get started. Well, and there's only like there really is only so much to talk about. Mm. So we don't want to burn up all our resources, you know, right away. Yeah. There's a reminder for Carissa. Uh-oh. There's also a reminder for Carissa. She's probably got to get on the plane right now. <laughs> She's heading down to Florida, so uh, that's probably what it is. It's a good plan. Florida sounds nice. Yeah. Uh, just like in case this is the first time you've listened to our oh, yeah. podcast, we're uh, two fishing guides in northern Minnesota. Uh, Leech Lake is sort of the home body of water for both of us. And we thought last year that we should just invite people into the conversation let them know what we talk about. We hope it's educational, entertaining, a mix of the two. Yeah, we've. And we, the only reason we started doing this is because we would spend two, three nights a week we were just doing it. talking yeah. about our week. Right. And you know we were having a ball doing it. Mm-hmm. So why not incorporate 
you our audience into the mix. Yeah. You know, it might not always be the most intelligent, but generally when it's Some not intelligent, it's super, super fun. There is a direct relationship between those two things, I think. Right. Like when we get dumb, it gets funny. Right. And when you try to talk smart like that, you sound like an acorn. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 like an acorn. Oh my goodness. Um, but we missed you guys. We really did. We're happy to be back. And season two is going to be better than last year. I don't know how. We got a couple ideas. A couple ideas, a couple changes. We uh, just, this is all in the making. But what we're thinking right now is one thing we're going to try to do is occasionally, probably not every episode, but uh, we're going to have videos to go along with the podcast. So, like, if we talk about a technique specific thing or, or gear or something, we're going to try to make a video that uh, you can pair up with the podcast. Um, what else? Um, we're also going to do something else. All right. Dan. <laughs> one episode idea. I think this, oh, is, yeah, this yeah. is Okay. I'm super You wanted me about. to read the list. There's a reference list. Okay. Right here, so yeah. I'm going to reference the list here. We're, Dan came up with it. No, you you came up with this idea. I'll this, this is one. you. I thought you'd maybe skip down to the one. I can't. I can't. Right. I can't do that. Uh, one episode, probably like in June. June. Yeah, it'll be in June. Either June or September. Yeah, June or September. We're going to pick a, a, a new lake. A Fresh lake body. Neither one of us has fished. And we're going to record the episode separately. And it's going to be like a duel. So each one of us on a brand new lake, fishing walleyes, and you'll get uh, two different perspectives as to how we're, how we're fishing them. And there'll be a challenge, of course. There'll be some sort of consequence for the loser. Yes, which is the most important thing yeah, to end It's important to, to punish it's, the loser. It's not what the victors gain. Mm-mm. It's what the losers have to cough up. Yeah. I always think about like my best friends in the whole wide world. I really enjoy it when like moderately bad things happen to them. Yeah, you, know? you you don't want them to get like in a rollover. No, but no, no, like no. if you watch them slip and fall, yeah. That's great. that's gold. Right. Yeah, we all can relate to that. Yeah. Those um, are your best friends in the whole world. That's how you know. So we also have an idea. Which, it's very green. It's just, you know, the egg has just been laid. Hmm. You're mixing your analogies. Yep. Green egg? Green eggs. Okay. Well, we're waiting for ham. Okay. Okay. So, it's a very green idea. And I came up with it like a week ago. But we want your input on how we can develop this into... An episode. Or probably a video. A video episode... Uh, not necessarily of a podcast, but it, just a entertainment show. Yeah. And the idea is that the template would be something all groups of, like, buddies yeah. fishing together could, could use. Right. A- absolutely. To make a day a little So a little it's, it's called Walleye Roulette. Now, whether or not that's a good name is a side story, but that's what, we're, that's what it's called right now. Yeah. And... It is, it, it involved four boats, teams of two, going out on Leech Lake in different areas and trying to complete these stupid challenges, ca- catching walleyes. So, like, to start, the first challenge would be catch a walleye. So the first team out of those four boats to catch a walleye would win that point. And then after that, the winner of that point would reach into the bag, which every boat has the same bag. 
reach in there, pull out a new challenge, like catch a walleye on a spinnerbait. So everybody, so once the word got around, okay, which would be, you know, the beauty of smartphones and technology, mm-hmm. would be almost instantaneous, that would be sent out to all of the boats, okay, we have to catch a walleye on a spinnerbait. You know, something to that matter. That's not concrete, obviously. Yeah. And there would be 13 challenges. Um, and then a time restriction because, you know, it's going to be tough to catch a fish on some of this stupid stuff, you know. So once all the, like, so once you get complete a challenge, you'd go on to another challenge. And then at the end, whoever has the most points, whoever has completed the most challenges out of all of the teams would win and as punishment um the teams who lost would have to do like this video on how great the teams that won are Mm -hmm. and then as also as punishment and also like a little bit of you know like congratulations the winners would get to like slap the losers in the face with a fish (laughs) which i think is great you know like a walleye tail to the face Mm mm-hmm I don't know if there'd be much more satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. I think, like, the challenges, if anybody has input on the challenges, Please. That, that would be kind of fun to, like, so these are sort of unique ways that you have to catch a walleye. So catching one on a spinnerbait is one idea. You came up with uh, catching one with your, only your... Uh, oh, non-dominant your non-dominant hand. Non-dominant hand. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, what else did we talk about? Um... There was one like catching one on a Barbie rod and um, catching one on a homemade lure or Lindy rig and a treble hook. You know, something something that's like non-conventional and generally you would never do. Right. But you could make work. <laughs> or a jig and wrap with only the front hook. Yeah. That was another good one. Mm-hmm. I think I'd go really small. I'd go with the five. Because mm-hmm. they got to fit that whole thing in their mouth. You know? Yeah. I yeah. Think I think that, that'd be a fun one. We're going to try to... That, that's like a bigger project for the summer. That is, that is a that is a huge we're project. We're going to try to videotape the whole thing. Right. Trying to make it into an episode... Or, well, it would probably be about three episodes. Um, clearly not trying to copy 39 hours. <laughs> clearly. But, you know, you got to take your inspiration from somewhere. So those are the new things. And then the same old... Uh, once we get into the guide season, the week by week... What's happening uh, in North Central Minnesota, and uh, mix in some technique stuff and some gear talk. Probably have a few guests again. Yeah, we should think about trying to get a guest for next episode. Yeah. Mostly because you're very boring. Well. And I'm very exciting, so we should get somebody in the middle. Two of us to balance out. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Somebody in the middle. Anyway, we're gonna take a break. Break time. This is the first break we've taken in three months. And I really can't wait to go to the bathroom. That was nice. It's a nice break. That was really good. Needed a break. Um, so episode one of season two, it's March 3rd. 4th. 4th. March 4th. 4th. March 4th. For sure. Um, yeah. <sighs> what are we going to talk about for 2019 for, for gear? Like, what are you excited about? So there's there's the two two real pro two new products that I'm real excited about, like one for sure I'm pretty excited about. So there's a new line that came out from Suffix. It is gonna replace my off-brand 
polymer or uh, poly copolymer that I've been using that it's gamma. I I hope anyhow because it's hard to come by. Like it's hard to find gamma just anywhere. It's called suffix advanced, which it's a monofluorocarbon mixture. Sure. Which coated coated mono. Right? Yeah. Well, say it however you want it to, but. Um, they so suffix put the gypsy magic into the monofilament to make it stronger and not flex as much. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, it's it's not going to be a game changer, but it's going to make it readily available yeah, to find line that you can find it everywhere. Yeah, everybody carries suffix now. They've got a pretty good like market share. And, and the 832 is great, you know. Yeah. So for as far as braid goes, that's what I use is 832. So. Pretty jazzed about that. That yeah. should be nice to have another option too. Like yeah, that's sort of a product you and I both settled on. Like we like that copolymer for for our jigging rods. Yeah. So. And uh, I I, it's just it, it, when you go through it so much, like I don't know how often you sp- spool up your rods, but I spool mine up three times a year. Yeah, for sure, three times. So, a year. to try and find a suitable replacement. You know, we'll, and we'll find this spring. I'll, I'll find out this spring if this stuff's going to be worth a dollar, but I'm excited just to have it available. Yeah, another option. Yeah. yeah. So what about for you, Dan? The only one that comes to mind is the, the long shank fireball jig. Oh, my just, gosh. We have so much less to argue about now. I agree. I saw him for the first time today. Saw him in the one-stop. Dirty. Game. So dirty. Some pretty sweet collar patterns. Ooh. Good purple jobs. tiger. Yeah. Purple tiger is going to do two things. It's going to outfish the heck out of you. Mm-hmm. And it's going to cost people a fortune in pike bills. Because <laughs> one thing I've learned about the June bug jig is it may catch a bunch of walleyes, but it gets bit off a ton by pickle. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Holy smokes. But way worth it. The yeah. amount of bites is worth it. I what I was sort of surprised about it is it is a long shank jig, super long so, shank. Like we were discussing, I think I'm probably only going to use it during shiner season. Right. I don't think I'll use it midsummer. It's not going to work that great on a fall rainbow either. No, no, I've sort of committed my fall rainbows. I just go through the mouth and up through the head. You know, they're I, so soft that like you tear them up if you if you try to rig them like a shiner. Right, and I go like I do the in the mouth. Out the gill and the belly out the back. Mm-hmm. And I try to do that in the fall with a rainbow. Yeah. And their their skin it is so soft, you end up tearing through the side. You get always about, sideways. You get a, like a four jigs out of them and then yep. you're ruined. So yeah. I mean, instead of like hooking them different, I just buy different minnows. I buy sucker minnows or something. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. I, I, I don't <laughs> buy you know, these rainbows. I'm starting to hate rainbows less and less. I, I used rainbows, to man. hate rainbows. I used to just absolutely loathe them. Hmm. For the last like three years, I've really come around. Oh, I, I think this is a funny story, which we haven't had in this episode yet, about last fall. I was retying a Lindy rig, right? I and, understood. And so I had I had two things and I was retying a Lindy rig and then somebody needed a minnow and like the fishing was pretty good, so like Minnow min- comes first. Minnow's sort of a priority, right? But I have a hook in one hand, a weight in the other. No, I had a minnow in one hand, a weight in the other, and I needed to grab this guy's empty, like his bare line. He just got broke off or something. And so I was trying to multitask, and my hands are full, and like the only other tool 
is your mouth, right? Yeah. And I just chose the minnow hand without thinking and put the minnow in my mouth for a second <laughs> to grab his line. <laughs> and like not a little rainbow, like a big rainbow. Well, I'm sure you warmed him up this nice, huh? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I haven't heard that story. That's gold. Yeah. That's so pure country gold. Gotta use all your tools. I just mixed up where everything needed to go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, fireball, long chain fireball jig. They're and they're coming in all sorts of different sizes, and it's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be the number one selling jig in the world. But before we move on, we need to introduce our first guest of the season. He just rolled in. He's not nearly as he's, sneaky as he think he is. He's he's big. He's bad. He can't grow very good facial hair. He's Eric Rot. There he is, boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. How's it going, fellas? Good, how are you? Hello, Eric. Get on in here. We're good. Snuggle you up. You guys talking fishing or what are we talking about? We're talking fishing. Mostly fishing. You you missed, like, the best part, you know. We talked part? about um, how we're going to we're gonna beat you and stuff none of that made it in the episode okay i mean we talked about that but we edited it out (laughs) so it's clear black (laughs) (laughs) um eric is actually uh my fishing league partner and i don't know we've we've fished it four years in a row now this would be our fifth top top three every we we've won we won we took third we won, and then we took third again. So this is our win year. We're so, due. We're due. Yeah, we're due. Yeah, we really put our hours in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, I mean, Eric's got a lot of fishing. He's done some guiding. He's A little uh, bit. I dabbled. I dabbled in guiding. He's mostly painting happy trees now. Painting <laughs> um, and staining. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been... That's busy during, like, the fishing season. Yeah. So... He's, uh, I help out when I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've been a fill-in guide for the one stop quite Absolutely. a few times. Yep. That is fun. I yeah. enjoy doing it. It's just don't have the time as much as I like to. Right. Maybe. So. Which is understandable. That's, that's the biggest retainer for mm-hmm. most. That's the wrong word. That's the biggest stopper for most people. Mm. Not retainer. Use another one. Use another word. That's Try the again. biggest setback for most anglers is their day job requires too much time. Sure. See, I get smart. I get sound smart too. God, you have a headache, I think. I can see it's the headache. Hard. It's hard to make words good. <laughs> you just woke up from hibernation. You're making me, making me sound like a big dum-dum. No, His it, brain doesn't work good. Personally, I think it all depends on if you have a set hour job where you know you're working... You know, seven to three thirty yeah. or whatever. Like Bob Landerville knows his hours. Yeah, and you guide around. You got a schedule goal. For me, it can rain one day. The next day, I'm working from sunup to sundown. Right. We got to make up for the time due. Right. Other jobs, you get your set. Weather doesn't. Weather doesn't. Impact it. Impact or... hinder. Yeah. What you got? So, I could use that word too. Hinder. Hinder would have been a good one. <laughs> good job, guys. Eric's a pretty good uh, like guest 
for our next topic, but maybe we should take a break and tell him what the next topic is. <laughs> yep, we're gonna. So we have an exciting trip planned for the be- the end of March, the beginning of April. It's less than a month away. Yeah. Very excited about it. Yeah. Um, it's actually my bachelor party, but it is a serious fishing trip. It's just going to be all fishing. Yeah. I think it's like a pretty common escape for for people who feel like us like to try to get an early jump on the open water season spring walleye fishermen river yes get in a boat again yeah so good like the pool four never closes it's in red wing minnesota in hager city wisconsin correct um it never the season never closes and we've been down there this time of year right with me you lee and i you mean the end of March, early April? No, at the beginning of March. I we, can't remember. Was it this we early? We went this early because that one day we woke up and it was like 12 below. And I know, we're like, but well, I this like is dumb. It was unusually cold. Mm-hmm. But either way, yeah. I, I haven't been there this late. And then last year I went down and it was a little bit later than this, but it was still too early with Mark. Yeah. Um, and maybe that was this time. Maybe you, Lee, and I went a little bit later, but I've always been too early to the party. Right. And we're catching little guys and lots of sager. Um, but I'm pretty, I'm really excited for the time of year we're going this year. Re- regardless of what the conditions turn out to be, like the beginning of April is supposed to be when it is yeah. on. I've heard it's yeah. kind of hard to go wrong that, that time of year. Right. And so like we're all pretty novice river fishermen, at least like pool four. But Pool 4 is so good because, well, one, it's open all year. Uh, they have accesses open all year. Two, it's like one of the biggest pools on the river. I've learned all this just like in the last week or two thinking about this. And there's a nuke plant coming out of there, so the fish have two heads. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> and it's, it's Lake Pepin. So all of the Lake Pepin fish move mm-hmm. upstream thinking about doing their springtime business, and they end up pretty concentrated. Aren't the buke rigs like the thing to use down there? That's yeah. Well, early I mean, early in the season before the water gets dirty, that is what you use. Mm-hmm. Something slow and something with a couple hooks on it. But I guess like once the river turns dirtier, you use your second rod as a dead stick cuz you try to put yourself in an eddy to cast into another eddy. So you put one rod down to catch that fi- to catch a fish in the eddy. And then you cast into the other eddy. So I've heard. I was just going to bring a weighted treble hook. <laughs> and just drag Rip bottom. Around. Are you yeah, just trying yeah, to catch yes. boats? or? I think if I outfish Will on this trip, it'll be with a Dubuque rig or Dragon Jigs. He doesn't want that to be what it's going to be. That's but it might be what it's going to be. No way. No way, no how. Dubuque rig is like uh, our equivalent to like a spinner. Like, they just drag them around. So explain what a Dubuque rig is to everybody if they don't know. Oh, man, I'll try to do it clearly. So it involves a three-way swivel, and you essentially have a dropper jig, a real heavy jig. So you have your main line going to one part of the three-way. Then you've got, like, a between a foot and two-foot dropper to a real heavy jig tipped with the plastic, usually. And then off the other three-way, you've got 
oh, two or three feet going to uh, another lighter jig or uh, just a bare hook with plastic. On pool four, you can use two lines, and this is just a way you use two lines, or you're using two ways to catch fish with just one rod. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. And plastics are like it it down there i mean more and more people that's all they use down because plastics are getting better and better yeah that's a lot of it you know you go from having a mr twister tail which eric loves yeah those are the way to go that's how i grew up fishing well the river in in southern minnesota that i used to fish that mr twisters was where it was at telling you a white mr twister with a white jig crappies all day long yeah it's stupid it's pretty good still the way to go why change something that works? So I'm going down there in two, less than two weeks, um, which will for sure be like winter river fishing, I think. Yeah. We'll have a We're going to just of... hit the warm-up. Yep. So we'll see what it's like. But yeah, it'll be exciting. It'll get us out in the boat. I'm sure we'll do one more episode before it. Out in a boat in a boat? Yeah. Out in a boat in a boat. Prepping for that. Very jacked. Good way to lengthen your season. And it's not just the Mississippi like, well, you wanted to talk about the rainy other river Yeah, so there's two other, well, there's, I think Traver, Lake Traverse is part of that big stone, too. Sure. But we've been down to Big Stone before, and that opened up generally, before this season, it opened up the first weekend in May, the first of May, if I'm not mistaken, or the last week in April. Uh, it opened in April, because that it must have been the last. April. It must have been the last weekend in April. Well, they opened that up to all season long. And Big Stone was such a fun fishery. You're just pitching jigs up shallow, and there's nothing that'll get a guy fired up more than casting a jig up shallow. And oh, then God. the Rainy River, which yeah. most most of northern Minnesota Minnesota knows about, but it'll be a real short season up there. Well, oh they yeah, shut and down. They, they shut, shut down. down keep, you release, cannot it? keep walleye up yeah. here, yeah. which should not detour. De- I, I de- it should not detour God. detour anybody from going up there and trying to catch a fish of a lifetime. It also shouldn't Absolutely. deter anybody. Yeah, but don't detour on it because <laughs> you should definitely go there. But the and that's true. And like, what's true about all these river river systems is like, a lot of times you might find yourself catching a bunch of little fish, but then you also have a chance at like. A twelve pounder on right. these systems. Absolutely. Eric was out there, a number two, of years ago. Two years ago, and we, we didn't get any big ones, but we had our mess of males. Sure. A mess of males, and it was. I mean, it was a. I don't even know how many we caught. It was like forty five or fifty between the two of us, and it was just. On the rainy river. On the rainy river, and it was just. I mean, their males is still a good time. We got our eaters, you know, all that, but. Yeah. You know, we're looking for a fish of a lifetime, but you can't complain about just ripping fish out of, through out of a boat, essentially. Yeah, right. right. When you're you're, you're shorting your boat. ice season to yeah. go hang out in a boat. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's well worth your time. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like maybe more so than any time, like the, the season, like where you fall in the season, which you can't really predict by the calendar, just because like every winter's winter's is going to determine what your trip is like, you know? Yeah. You might be... Like, there's a pretty good chance that at least my first trip, I'm going to just be fishing scour holes, like, deep, deeper water, mm-hmm. catching saugers, and hopefully trying to... Send the hook. Send the hook, yeah, for sure. But then you can also hit it just perfect, where all of a sudden there's, like, all of the big females, all of the big females from the biggest pool 
on the Mississippi River. Show up at once. Show up at once. Right. And not trying to knock any of the other fisheries, but Pool 4 is by far your best chance of getting one. 12 to 13 pounds. What did Steve, what was, what was the weight that Steve caught on that? He got a 29 and a half and it was a 12.4 pounder. Just like freakishly large. Yeah. That's what Pool 4 offers. Absolutely. Like Rainy River's got, I I mean, Rainy River's right there. Yeah. With a, with the big fish count, but it's not Pool 4. Like you don't hear people catching 14 pounders out of Rainy River. Well, Mississippi's pretty fertile. Like it is. Super fertile. It is the, one of the most fertile Bodies of water we can fish. It's like the River Nile. Kind of. Is it the know. second longest? No, third longest. Third longest. But longest, like, there's some there's some serious debate. America. There's some serious debate there that the Missouri River is the longest because it, it so snaky and it comes into the Mississippi. Now is that the Mississippi because mm. it it was found first? Or is it the Missouri mm. because it's bigger, more flowage? Sure. So. Leave it up it's for a debate. Up for a debate. Like, if it's me, probably go with the Missouri. Because it, it's traveled a lot. It, yeah, it's traveled a lot longer than the Mississippi has. Like, it's had to work a lot harder. Has it? Maybe. If you had to deal with that wind through the Dakotas, would you, you know, want to be, like, second best in the United States? Probably not. Dakotas, so. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's pretty blowy there. So, I don't know. I, or could I just like gently traverse through the Minnesota woodland areas? Like, you know, I feel like Mississippi hasn't really deserved it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That's Never me. thought about how like gravity's effect on water could have like a opinion about how it gets where it's yeah, going. That's, that's why I'm up here and you're down here, you know? <laughs> but the cool thing about the Mississippi is like in our neck of the woods, it runs north and it runs east. And then it runs south. Yeah. I think that's cool. Like, I think that's cool, too. I, uh, what was in my head the other day is, how many bridges are built over the Mississippi River? Seven, twelve. And 15, I thought it was going to be just a pile. It's like four. <laughs> <laughs> Both wrong. <laughs> but, like, because where we live, like, thinking about it, like, God, when I drive to, to the metro area, it seems like you're crossing the Mississippi all the time, right? And up by Cass Lake, there's a bunch of bridges. Yeah. But you forget that, it, like, as soon as it gets, especially south of Minnesota, it gets real wide and real straight. And then building bridges down there gets real ex- expensive, you know? Like, a Cass Lake bridge costs about 800 bucks, right? To get over <laughs> right. Mississippi. Eight, eight, eight logs, and a, eight logs yeah. and a little bit of height. Right. When you get to, like, the Quad Cities, like, millions of dollars. So I think the number was somewhere between 200 and... There were a couple different oh, that was cool. estimates. 220 to 320, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, you got to remember at the headwaters, it's just a log. Right. Yeah, yeah we crossed that one. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then there's one like 60 yards down that's like a actual bridge. Oh. So that's two two of the... Two of the four, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you drive from Grand Rapids to Bemidji, you cross over two of them. Sure. And if you want to take the cool way around... Cross a couple more. Right. I wonder if the number's wrong. I'm still. I'm still. Are you dead I'm set on dead four? Dead set on four. <laughs> four. Right. St. Louis, yeah. Cass Lake. You got it. Ball club. And the log. <laughs> yeah. the log counts. The log at the headwaters. 
<laughs> People get backed up there. A lot of overflow traffic. <laughs> Understood. It's probably pretty clear this time of year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a treacherous trek. It is a, a trek. To wrap this thing up, huh? Yeah. This is uh, season two. Episode one. Of While I Talk with Will and Dan. Thanks, Eric Rudd, for being an impromptu guest. <laughs> no problem. It's been a great time. Uh, uh, please be sure to like, share, get our message out. Please let us know about Walleye Roulette and the Walleye Duels. Yeah. What you'd like to see, different challenges for the Walleye Roulette. Um, and maybe different name suggestions. I think there's a better name out there, but... It was Will's idea, so we're sticking with Walleye Roulette. Darn right. It doesn't line up with the actual game. You don't know. Well, no so. one actually dies. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I don't think. It was as a punishment, but... Roulette doesn't case. always involve a revolver, though. Well, right? it could. It could. I don't know. It could also involve walleyes, or just like a, a casino. Don't they play roulette at a casino? Yeah, for sure. But, like, there's yeah, but definitely get, a revolver yeah, at the casino. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know a casino I've been to that doesn't have revolvers around there. <laughs> yeah. um, but please let us know what you think of these ideas. Like, they're still in the works. And we appreciate all the input we could get, you know, into these ideas. Try and develop them. So. That's all we got. Not too bad for March. I love it. It'll get better, but not too bad for much. See you, folks. Thank you.